Stephanie Laska. Welcome to the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I lost 140 pounds by continuing to enjoy my favorite light beer, tortillas, and chocolate. I believe you can have your sugar-free cake and eat it too. You don't have to be perfect on the keto diet to be successful at losing weight. Your journey on Dirty Lazy Keto, it starts today. a good time while we're learning and supporting one another because sometimes there's moments in life where you feel, ah, I never feel full after eating. I never feel full after eating. Um, am I the only one? Because I've thought this. Have you? Give me a thumbs up if you've ever thought that or felt that in your life. I never felt full after eating. It can be so frustrating. Now, before I lost 140 pounds, there I am. Do I look the same? Kind of the same hair? No. <laughs> kind of. Anyway, same smile, same person. But before I lost 140 pounds, I often felt this way. I would eat and eat and eat. And I just, there was no end in sight. It was like, I could eat a snack. I'd eat another snack. I'd eat a breakfast, another breakfast. Nothing really ever made me feel full. So that's, you know, it's a problem. And I know that you're not alone if you're experiencing that once in a while. You know, either on your keto diet or in a different, you know, state, haven't even started yet. But I would eat like, for example, bagels, love bagels, but I could eat a brand new fresh bagel, cream cheese and everything like at Panera. And literally I'd be done with the bagel, just finishing up. And then I'd want another one. Like it never, it never felt full. So I would eat these like hard, high carb foods like this. And it would just be like a drop in the bucket, almost like a tickle. And it was frustrating and I felt kind of alone in that. So if this has happened to you, you know what I'm talking about. This is the right place. We're going to talk about it a little bit more and get into it because I've got six points that will explain why this is happening, not just with bagels, but other food too, why it's happening, six points, and then also a solution on what you can do about it. Now, do you see the number over here? What does that say? Can you read it? It's kind of off to the side. What number is that? Well, that number is a secret to how to fix this problem. So even if you're on the keto diet, low carb diet, or just starting, this little number over here is gonna be a secret to what you can do about that feeling of never feeling full. So stay tuned. You can't go away now. You have to, you're gonna to wanna to know, right? Because I've got six points and this is gonna be the last one. So number one, here's what I think. Um, some of us, now don't laugh, it's a little cheesy. Here it is. But some of us are just kind of born this way, wouldn't you, don't you think? I mean, I've got kids and one of them has this kind of off switch where the person can eat a little bit and be done. And the other one can eat a lot and just never stop eating. So I sometimes think it's genetic that we're born with it. Sorry, children. <laughs> but I know me for one, I don't have an off switch. I was totally born with this. When it comes to like a little off switch, like a light bulb, bling, I don't have that go off in my heart or in my head or in my brain or in my stomach. It just doesn't go off for me. I can just keep eating. And that's been the same at Dirty Lazy Keto before I lost the weight, after I lost the weight. There are certain foods that really can cause a problem for me, <laughs> right? Am I alone in that one? I know that you're out there too. Don't make me feel like I'm just alone in this journey. But there's certain foods, like I mentioned, you know, bagels were one of them. But another one in my journey, oh my gosh, in my keto weight loss journey, oh, popcorn. 
I love, love, love popcorn. I'm so addicted to it. I could literally go to the movie theater, eat a full bucket, the extra large. This is not even an extra large, but I get the extra large with the free refills, go out halfway during the show, fill it back up again and still be hungry. I could even take some home and eat it later on the way home in the car or once I got home. But it's not just the popcorn and the bagels for me. I mean, there were other foods too, I've noticed even during my weight loss journey. There are certain foods that still trigger that same experience. Like surprisingly, I know my mother would be like completely appalled, but fruit, fruit for me can also do the same thing. Now I know some of you are like, that doesn't make any sense. Fruit is healthy, right? We've been told that our whole lives, but certain fruit have more sugar than others. And ironically, when it hits your bloodstream, if you're eating a bunch of fruit, like a, a smoothie, or you're eating a bunch of popcorn, when it comes to what it does to your blood sugar, it's doing the same thing. Now, I'm not a big scientist here, but I want to explain it to you in really simple to understand terms. You eat high sugar foods, whether it be something quote unquote healthy or quote unquote not, but your body reacts by having like a big spike in blood sugar, okay? Like, woo, this feels kind of good, right? And then insulin kicks in, the hormone, all sorts of things are going on in your metabolism right? And then suddenly, after all that is experienced, you start to have a crash. Now that does not feel good. Everybody's gone through that, right? You know what I'm talking about? You have that crash and then what happens? You either fall asleep on the couch, which sometimes we do, but a lot of us start craving more food to raise our blood sugar levels again. It's like our body goes into panic mode and we're like, help, help, I need more sugar. And then you start eating more. And so it's a vicious cycle that leads to overeating and weight gain, unfortunately. At least for me anyway, that's been my experience. So I'm curious if that has happened to you as well. Have you? Because that could be, you know, the second point in our six point trying to understand why sometimes we don't feel full. It could just be that you're eating too many carbs in your meals or snacks that are even from healthy food. Doesn't have to be a bagel, doesn't have to be a candy bar. Could just be your off switch, something you're born with. But those are two reasons that could possibly give you a little bit of insight. Does that help? I hope so. I want you to say yes, 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 yes. And just to make sure you're tracking, I want to make sure that everybody is participating by writing things in the comments. And I want to spin the wheel for a prize because I'm going to pick somebody today. I love prizes, but I'm going to pick somebody today from the comments. Okay. Who can win a prize? So let's see what we're going to win. Who's going to win? What is it? What is it? Oh, it's a fridge magnet. That's perfect for what we're talking about. It's a Dirty Lazy Keto Food Pyramid fridge magnet. So I'll be picking someone from the comments today. A lucky person. So comment, 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 and make sure you are interacting because you might win a free fridge magnet. I'll pick you from the comments. So you don't even have to think about it. Just keep, keep talking, keep chatting, keep sharing. Okay. <laughs> awesome. So let's get back to our subject at hand about why sometimes you never feel full. So point number three, if you're keeping track, is that sometimes you eat low carb foods that are quote unquote healthy, low in net carbs, but they still trigger that whole experience. I'm thinking about baked goods, for example, low-carb baked goods. 
Um, carb quick can be a pretty big challenge for some people. It tastes just like the real thing. Are you right? You can make biscuits and pancakes and all sorts of fun things. And I love it. And I think it's delicious. But for me, I have to be really careful to only have this in moderation, limited times a year, once in a while, because for me, I can have just a little cheese biscuit or make something delicious out of it. And it just sets me off. And the next thing I know, even though it's low carb, emotionally, mentally, something goes off in my brain. And the next thing you know, I'm going back into some of those old habits. Now, does that happen to you too? Anyone? Don't be shy if it does. It happens to me sometimes with, you know, deliciousness, like muffins. I love muffins. Do you love muffins? And it can really happen when foods taste so good, you can't even tell the difference. You know, you buy these like little muffin mixes, kind of like we used to do. I used to make a lot of like Jiffy. Did you used to do that? Jiffy muffin mixes back when you were a heavier person? I did. And I did a lot of cake mixes after school that I probably ate the whole cake mix. But so even now when I'm making a low carb substitute, like Lakanto has a pancake mix, which is great. There's a lot of different options out there nowadays, right? But sometimes I eat these foods and it just triggers me where I just can't stop. And I go back to my old self in my brain, like, and the next thing I know, I'm like chowing down and there's no end in sight. I'm licking the bowl. I'm going back to those old behaviors. So you have to be careful of that because that might be why you don't feel full because you're just going back in time to like your old self, your old habits, your old taste. It's like a trigger, like a mental flash. <laughs> I don't know. That's number three. And I think it's a real issue. For me, it is. And I have to be very, very careful of it. Um, number four, since we're keeping track, I got six, right? And at the end, I'll tell you about the number 30. So number four, I want to talk about commercial keto foods and also those convenience snacks. Those like they're marketed toward us keto folks. But some of these snacks and foods, they can cause you to feel like I never feel full after eating. Like, for example, similar to what we just talked about, things like keto cereal. It's so dang tasty, you guys. You love this stuff. I know you do. Give me a thumbs up if you do. It tastes really good. So you're eating this, you're eating your keto bread, your keto waffles, your keto clusters, your keto granola, and it's like you can eat the whole package. Yeah, some of us, yeah, some of us, this can happen to us. So we have to be very careful around certain foods if this sounds like you. You don't want to be walking around like, I never feel full after eating. Well, maybe it's because you're eating the wrong thing. So identify what is a trigger for you, what's causing a problem. You know, is it things like cheese whips? Personally, I could eat the entire package and then open another. Never feel full. I'll just keep eating, right? And a lot of people I know, um, what are these called? Pork rinds. A lot of people could just put a hurting on some bag of uh, pork rinds. It's almost like you're eating Doritos or Fritos. They taste really good, especially if you're dipping it in like guacamole or um, something like that. It goes fast. Before you know it, you've eaten the whole bag and you don't even feel full. Now, when I first started losing weight, I was on a quest to find like sugar-free cookies, um, you know, by Quest or any brand really. And even at buffets, I'd go to like Vegas or Reno and they'd have these buffets with all sorts of sugar-free desserts. And I'm telling you, I could, I could eat them all. I would eat them all and I wouldn't lose weight. And then I'd get really mad because I never felt full. I would eat those and then I'd eat more, eat more and more. True, right? I have to be really careful around these things. 
even things that like remind me of foods that I used to have, like um, sugar-free ice cream cones, for example, they're super low in carb. Yes, I can totally have them. And yes, I do have them. I just have to be aware of what kind of feelings it might drum up in my brain or in my heart. And if I see myself like, oh, I should eat a second, I should eat a third, I should eat a fourth, like that old thinking, then I have to really stop it and like put a little distance between me before I go back to that trough again. Am I embarrassing myself today or what? The eating trough. This was one I really had to take a look at my behavior. There was a while there where I would, on my way home from work every day, I would look forward to having like a little granola bar, like a keto granola bar. And you know, they come in some, such great flavors. And I thought, oh, I can totally have this. It's low carb. Yeah. Cookies, brownies, protein bars. They're all chocolatey and delicious. Atkins. They taste so great to me. And I could just eat them without even realizing I'm eating them and one another. And I'm not even feeling full. It's like the fiber. Yes, there's a lot in here but it really doesn't like do much to me. It doesn't like swell me up and make me stop. I could just keep eating and they can do a lot of damage and they can throw you out of ketosis. So it's something I have to be aware of. After a while, I realized, yeah, I'm not losing weight. I would stall out. Maybe I should take a break from these kind of bars and see what happens. <gasps> Lo and behold, guess what happened? I know, so obvious now, but looking back, I didn't really need to have a keto granola bar every single day of my life. I didn't. Now I take them on vacations. And that's kind of like how I enjoy them is just once in a while, I'll keep them in my purse, I'm traveling, I'm stuck, um, you know, on a plane, or it's just like a special limited treat that I can have while I'm vacation. And then it's more something I don't go overboard on and it works for me. But you got to do what works for you. You can eat these more often and not have a problem. Then girl, we are jealous. We are jelly <laughs> or boy, we are jelly if you can do that, but not everybody can. But there's a whole bunch of foods like this in this category, right? Um, you know, beef jerky for some, pepperoni, um, even like different types of brands of healthy granola bars. It can cause a lot of trouble for people. So if you never feel full after eating and it's nuts or one of these pork rinds, cheese whisps, if it's causing a problem for you, rein it back in and just either pull it back, cut it out, or put it in moderation. That's tip number four. I think that's helpful, yeah? Do you agree? What about you? What do you do? What's your strategy with that? I want to hear. You know, a whole other category along these same lines. These are all similar, right? And this is something I also want you to be aware of. <laughs> Come on. It's kind of funny, right? Give it to me. It is a little funny. My props, They're the baby, that was funny, yeah? <laughs> but I want you to beware of the sweet tooth issue. Now, for me anyway, I should say, the sweet tooth is something I really have to kind of monitor because I have a total sweet tooth and I know in my heart that sugar begets sugar begets sugar. And it doesn't matter if it's like real or fake, right? It can be like the fake stuff, the keto ice cream, the rebel, the enlightened, um, Briars. There's all sorts of brands out there now. Any of the low carb ice creams for me, if I start eating a pint, I'll eat the whole thing. It's just, I'll be real. I have to buy the pre-portioned bars on a stick and then buy them less often. And then I'm good. What about you? Even, you know, some people have sensitivities to different types of 
sugar sweeteners. You know, some are more natural than others, right? Like for example, Lily's, this is a Stevia sweetened. Notice my half off sticker because I shop on a budget because I'm classy. Um, but some people aren't bothered by certain types of sugar alcohols versus uh, sugar substitutes like stevia, erythritol, sucralose, Splenda. So play around with the different ones and see which ones are a trigger for you. Now, I know malitol can be kind of troublesome for a lot of people. So when you're shopping for like keto chocolates or keto sugar-free type candy, you know, take a look at the label. You might say, yeah, I've had trouble with that in the past. Either it made me have loose stools, flatulence, that's tricky. <laughs> or it just made you want more sugar, like it turned on that sugar train. Then you might want to make a different decision. Or you just go for it. That can be an option too. Like for me, I love sugar. I have a sweet tooth. And usually after dinner, I'll start wanting something sweet. And yes, I can have something. I'm a big girl. I can handle it. But what I end up doing more often than not, is just eating gum. And I'll eat like 20 pieces, 30. I don't care. Gum is cheap. It tastes great to me. Yes, it probably triggers a sugary, you know, um, sweet tooth in me that is hard to stop. But I'm like, it's gum. So what? So what if I have 20 pieces? Yes, it's embarrassing. Yes, my whole family looks at me like I'm a cow because I'm like, <gasps> you know, big deal. And if you haven't tried this one already, by the way, oh my gosh, it's so fabulous. It's cotton candy. It's to die for. So secrets out, people. But really, there's a lot of things that can trigger you when it comes to the sweet tooth. So if it's hard candy or chocolate, ice cream, just be aware. Chocolate chips, you know you, do you. And if it's a problem, figure out a way to kind of rein it back in. That way you're not feeling like, well, I had a dessert. I had a low-carb dessert. I had keto ice cream. Why aren't I feeling full? It might just be that the sugar is triggering you to eat more, more, more more, more sugar. <laughs> now, if you're struggling with sugar in particular, because I know that's a hot one, um, I will tee up a video next, specifically just about craving sugar on the keto diet. It's just about that. So I'll tee that one up for you next if you want to stay tuned and then you can click right on that. Because I know we like to binge watch our, our programs. Okay, so what is the solution? I promised you there was going to be an answer, right? See it over here? It has something to do with this. This always makes me laugh. I could just hold this all day. It makes me giggle. I know. it's so. I bought it for my kids as a joke, and then I stole it back because I'm like, this is so funny. Because especially in the keto diet, poop is like a big deal. We're always talking about it. People always have questions. I have a whole video on poop, by the way. You can look for it on the channel, Dirty Lazy Keto channel, with question and answers. But really, the solution to all of this is to think about fiber. Now, I know you're all fiber. What is she talking Fiber and poop. That is not a fun subject. But really, this is where the key to I am eating, but I'm not feeling full. At least in my experience, what's been most helpful to me is to eat a lot of fiber. Now, what does this number have to do with anything? Does anyone have a guess? Y'all know I hate to give numbers. I know... I rebel whenever there's a number involved. So, you know, that was part of my lazy, part of lazy keto. But a lot of people need a number and I get that. So I want to give that to you. But most experts agree. And these are experts in the field, like doctors that um, see people with colon cancer and things like that. So these are like the serious people we want to listen to because we don't want that problem. Um, and they recommend that adults actually eat, can you guess? 
25 to 30 grams of fiber per day. So it's a range. They recommend 25 to 30, but I'm like, let's be gold star people and aim high. Let's aim for the 30 because that could be the solution to your problem. I know for me, and I share this in the Dirty Lazy Keto um, Get Started Guide, and this is this one here, and it's in the food pyramid, which is not spelled out to you. I didn't say like, hey, you should eat 25 to 30 grams of fiber and your life will be perfect. I didn't say that. What I did, like in a sneaky way, was to tell you to eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. Not necessarily fruit. I should focus on the vegetables. But remember the low-carb um, pyramid? It's in all of the Dirty Lazy Keto books. This is the pyramid I'm giving out today as a fridge, fridge magnet. But I talk about ways that you can eat more fiber, okay? Now, I shouldn't have said the fruit part because that's a little deceiving. But how can you get that fiber? I know, you're all like, 25 to 30 grams of fiber? What could I do? There's a lot of great examples in all the cookbooks and in the Get Started book and recipes to help you with this problem. Because it's not necessarily something that we were all born with, right? We didn't wake up and be like, I should totally eat like a bunch of broccoli. No, no, we don't do that. Because we're like, well, this doesn't taste as good as some of these other items, like pancakes. <laughs> so I know that it can be a challenge and I have a lot of fun recipes to help you with this. So I wanna just acknowledge that. Lots especially when it comes to vegetables, because I know that's probably most of us, our biggest challenge. You know, I think when it comes to like berries and uh, low carb fruit, you know, that's pretty easy to do. Like who doesn't like strawberries or blackberries or raspberries? Those things are also high in fiber and they taste better, right? I know that. However, they're also higher in net carbs. So the trick is to balance all of this with low net carb foods, and get the high in fiber. So where can you get a good bang for your buck? Some suggestions, you know, beyond the, the broccoli, which you're like, I don't know, is what about, you know, nuts and seeds? We forget about that, He's sunflower seeds. Those are also very high in soluble, insoluble fiber. Good for you, but you don't wanna have too much of them, right? Because then they add up fast and nuts are at the top of the food pyramid for dirty, lazy keto. That can be a challenge. So even though there's all these delicious like snack mixes out there with almonds and other low carb foods, have you have you had this? Oh my God, it's so good. It's that everything but the bagel nut duo. So yummy. Oh, I know. This is a great way to get some of that fiber in. However, you have to balance it with the other kind of fiber, the kind that's really boring, that doesn't necessarily taste good. Okay, and the reason why, just to explain this to you, there's soluble fiber and that absorbs water quickly and it helps to soften your stool, that's poop, while adding bulk, okay? So it absorbs water quickly, it softens your stool while add, adding bulk. Now, insoluble fiber, that's the other kind of fiber, insoluble fiber does not absorb water, okay? It does not at all. And it just moves through the intestine mostly intact. That's the kind of fiber that most of us like, like nuts and seeds or even benefiber, um, the kind that's in granola bars. Those taste better. And those just kind of pass on through and they can stop you up if you don't have the other kind of fiber to go with it. You know what I mean? So it's a balance. You need them both. You need the 25 to 30 grams of fiber a day or 
don't count if you don't want to. I don't count. But just focus on eating a boatload. That's a medical term. Eat, eating a boatload of um, vegetables. Getting those high fiber vegetables that are good for you, that will fill you up and stop you from eating other foods. That's the key, you guys. It's the 30. The 30 is the key to helping you feel full for perhaps the first time ever. For me, I have to keep chowing down on these foods, even if I don't want to, because I know it'll stop me. Now, I mentioned that I have recipes for you, and I just wanted to stick to the Dirty Lazy Keto No Time to Cook cookbook today and just point out two recipes in here in case you have this book and you haven't tried it. For example, okay, you are going to love, let me tell you, this is called the Thai Thyme Crunch Salad. It's on page 89. Holy moly, it is the best salad in the entire world. It is fantastic. It's full of cabbage and peanuts. And if you've ever had the Thai Crunch Salad at um, Panera, Panera Bread, we were talking about bagels earlier. And that's what made me think of this because I used to always get that there. It tastes just like it, but better. And then you're getting tons of soluble and insoluble fiber to help fill you up so that way you feel full. And it's yummy and easy to make. And another one for all the people who are still hung up on the breads. I know, it's hard to let go. But here, this recipe is called the Zucchini Zoom Zoom Bread. Zucchini Zoom Zoom Bread. It's kind of a silly name, but it makes me happy. And this is, oh gosh, I just peeled off the page number. It's on page 128. Easy to make, and it's full of delicious zucchini. So there's fun ways that you can get your vegetables in. I'd say more than half of the recipes, there's 100 in the Dirty Lazy Keto cookbooks. Probably roughly half of every cookbook is focused on vegetables. Half. You might be shocked about that, right? You were hoping it wouldn't be because you're like, I don't want to eat vegetables. But for most of us, this is really the key. It's the secret. It's why Dirty Lazy Keto works. I call it the magical elixir of weight loss because it's true. Once you can figure out how to magically get in you know, 25 to 30 grams of fiber per day, your life changes for the better. I promise you, I guarantee it and work up to it. You don't have to do it, you know, all in one sitting, all in one day. That might not be good for your uh, gas situation. <laughs> there is, there'll be a little transition as you ease into it, but just focus on getting maybe one more vegetable a day. And then once a week, up that to another until you can get to the point where they are making up the majority of the net carb spend every day and your life will change. I mean, the bottom line, I never feel full after eating. It's something that you can avoid with these tips and tricks, these six strategies and discussions. I hope that they helped you because I never feel full after eating. It can be something that you just wipe away and, and get rid of. It can be away from your life. Um, so I encourage you to get started with Dirty Lazy Keto, to dive right in. I know it's doable for everybody and it's flexible. It works because there's no special food. There's no special supplements. You don't have to count everything. It's not all crazy and stressful. It's easy to do no matter where you live, no matter how old you are, you can do it just like I did. So as a reminder, you guys, um, next up, I'm gonna tee up that video for you about craving sugar on a keto diet. So if you wanna click on that next, and just know that I am here to support you. I am here to help. I believe weight loss transformation is possible. 
You are not alone and I'm here to help you. So know that I'm always here 24 seven, always here on the little TV, computer, phone, wherever I'm reaching you. I'm always here for you and I'm always cheering you on. So can I give you a round of applause? Yay, you did it. Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at dirtylazyketo.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Do me a favor, tell a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, Keto Superstars.